In the parable that we have today from our Gospel of Matthew, there are ten maidens and there are two groups. The wise maidens who had sufficient oil to keep their lamps burning, and then there were the foolish maidens who didn't take the time to go to the store and buy fuel for their lamps. When the way needed to be light for the bridegroom, some were ready, while others were not. The parable of the ten maidens, however, is not about marriage. The parable is about keeping our flame, keeping our spirit, keeping our souls, keeping our vision, keeping our mission and ministry always ready for Christ. Jesus wants his followers to be ready at all times, reminding us that our first priority is to have an illuminating heart. Our first priority is to have an illuminating spirit. Our first priority is to have an illuminating soul. Having an illuminating spirit of Christ in your life and bearing fruits of the spirit is what we are called to do. Having fruits of the Spirit displayed in your life come from Galatians 5. They are love. They are joy. They are peace. They are patience. They are kindness. They are generosity. They are faithfulness. They are gentleness. And they are self-control. But the world does not want us and certainly does not teach us on a daily basis to have all these things. The world teaches us, well, you must put up walls. At times, you must be aggressive. At times, you even have to be mean in order to make sure people don't run over you. And when you put those walls up, that way they won't approach you. And that's what the world wants many of us to do. But that's not who we are as Christians. We are to be approachable. We are not to always be in control, and we are to compromise and to love one another. Be prepared to wait for the Lord, it says, so it must be with each of us. And the Lord does not come on our time schedule exactly when we want it to come. We must wait. The message of this parable is that whenever Christ calls us to do ministry, we must be ready. In the Jewish tradition, oil has long been a symbol of faith that resulted in good deeds, all in preparation for the return of Christ. For us, the same is true. We are not to sit idly by to be found sleeping, but to be live and living out the gospel in our daily lives each day and giving hope to the glory of God that will be revealed to us. In other words, we are to be prepared. Prepared for Christ to come wherever that may be. It could be in a grocery store. It could be in our villages. It could be wherever we may be driving. And yes, certainly the Lord comes to us in our church. The wise maidens were prepared because they had taken the time to plan ahead. Unlike the foolish maidens, they didn't. They procrastinated. They kept their lanterns filled with oil 
just in case. On the other hand, some folks stockpile resources to the point that they are overwhelmed and overburdened. They may be prepared for a rainy day or a downturn financially or things just not going well in life, but in the process, they get scared very often and they can't move. In other words, they aren't free. Not free to enjoy the grace of God that is with them each and every day. Our spiritual lives will be enhanced when we spend part of our lives preparing. By being prepared, we will be able to withstand a crisis if and when it occurs. Lack of preparation will cause us to panic or fail. Preparation means constant prayer. Preparation means constant study of scripture or good religious books that help us to enhance our lives. Preparation means always being on our knees, praying to the Lord. Proper preparation means coming to worship and being part of a community of faith that loves and cares for you. The parable of the ten maidens is all about purpose. It's all about direction. It's about how we are going to live and guide our lives. It is also about discernment. God wants us to have an illuminating spirit. God wants our lives to light up the path for those who are in darkness. In church biblical language, the bridegroom is the symbol of Christ and the bridegroom's arrival, a symbol of the second coming of our Lord. When he will bring the faithful to the heavenly banquet, a great feast, a party that will not just last for a week, but will last for eternity. And it is divine. And we will be blessed. Discernment is a discipline. Discernment on your life to what God would have you to do is a discipline. And it requires ready time out with our Lord. It requires to cultivate trust. It requires to cultivate love. It requires to cultivate faith. It requires to cultivate hope. And it requires to cultivate courage. We cannot see with perfect clarity what lies ahead. And that's okay. We do not always need to know the road map ahead. But what we do know is that God is with us. No matter what's going on in our lives, and no matter what's happening in your life today, God is with you. And we cannot see what the Holy Spirit will do next, and that's okay too. What a great surprise to see the Holy Spirit working in our lives more than we can pray for or ask. Accepting and daring to put our trust in this possibility is a matter of faith. We cannot control the Holy Spirit. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. It is to trust that the Spirit knows us better than we know ourselves, and that we can therefore relinquish our smaller identities to become a new creation to become a new purpose, to become a new person 
in our Lord. We now accept that the mystery of God, which once was seen outside and beyond us, has made a home within us. And that new creation, and that new life that we have, is a life of the Holy Spirit. We are called to do that, and to live that out each and every day, so that we can bear fruits of the Spirit, so that we can be joyful, so that we can be hopeful, and so that we can be excited about a new day, about this life that God has given us. So as you go forward today, always be prepared. Always be prepared for the Lord to come wherever that may be so that you know that you are blessed and you know that you are trusted in, in the grace of God. Amen.